0: All right, hey everybody! This is Ashley,
1: and this is Aaron. <laughs> Cookies, Aaron, look. Keep it going. Look, okay,
0: we get this out. Hey guys. Welcome back to this week's episode of A, a Perspective. Perspective. I'm Ashley
1: and I'm Erin.
0: And good morning, guys. Good morning. Coming to you yes, coming to you bright and early to bring you some new great content. That's how much we love you guys that we got up early on a Sunday morning. Well, I guess Erin you're always up early on a Sunday. You know I'm a heathen, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well I'm just keeping it real well Aaron do we have any business I
1: don't know why you asked that question but um... okay well you know
0: I just thought I would bring it back I thought I would bring it back
1: oh you're right oh no I don't have any business do you
0: (laughs) nah man we're good (laughs) let's go ahead and get this show started and of course guys as you know we get things started with five questions Ooh,
1: ooh. Yes, as you all know, or for those that are new to the show, five questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us in an interesting and fun way. We ask, we ask, 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 whatever, five questions, and they range from funny to sad to thought provoking, and sometimes there's a theme. And this week, I don't know if there's a theme at all. It's really just random, rando questions. All right, you ready?
0: Okay, ready.
1: <laughs> Let me pull up my notes. Question one. If you're having a baby by a quote-unquote cheating man, and you don't want him in the delivery room, but he wants to be in there, is it okay to tell him no?
0: Um, I don't mm, Is it okay? I mean, yes, it's okay to tell him no, because at the end of the day, you're the one having the baby. I feel like you get to make the decisions. Um... About your piece in a delivery room. Because you don't want the baby to be... I mean, yeah, you don't want to have a stressful labor. So I feel like that is good enough. That's a good enough reason to tell him, no, keep your ass out of here. Yeah.
1: I do not agree. I think that there's a moment... No, I don't agree. I think that in the same way you want this man to share in the responsibilities and other aspects of the baby's life, he should have the option or the choice to share in that responsibility although he's not physically giving birth to the child he he was physically responsible for coke like he is a co-creator in that life and and I don't think that that should be taken away from him at at best the be, or at worst or whatever the mother should figure out not figure out the mother should be okay with that and she should not be the sole dictator in whether or not he's allowed in the delivery room or not especially if he wants to be in there so
0: I think as the woman is the one that's giving birth, like I said, it should be a very peaceful situation. You don't want to do anything that'll cause stress. So would you be willing to put her health at risk just because you want to be in the room? If you see that when you come in the room, her blood pressure goes up, there starts being complications. Are you really going to stay in the room just because you want to be there? And if she, I didn't, it's already been clear that she doesn't want you there.
1: I'm just for the man being able uh, to have a, equal say in his right to be in the room or not
0: well maybe he should have kept his dick in his pants and then and maybe would have. she should
1: have kept <laughs> her legs closed right like what this,
0: do you this, I, I mean but she but she doesn't want him in there because he's cheating so i'm saying he should have kept his dick in his pants and not been cheating and therefore he wouldn't have got kicked out of the room i'm not talking about or maybe he was che- like I, we don't i'm not putting we, that no i'm we, not talking about that
1: we, i'm not putting in, in I, I think that there are I think there are circumstances within the realm of, like, him being quote-unquote defined as a cheating man that could, could still put onus on her deciding to sleep with him, have the baby by him, like, all these things that shouldn't take away his right to want to be a part of the child's life from the moment of inception to wanting to be in the birth, to wanting to be in the delivery room, to wanting to raise the child, like... I assume nah, your man. question you was him
0: cheating after she got pregnant I because see, I didn't say I after mean, nothing because I oh, don't know. No, no, but you yeah. said he was cheating. So I took that to mean He was cheating during her pregnancy at some point in that nature. Yeah,
1: I think I there's don't. one possibility. I think that's one. I think there are others in which it could have been beforehand. You know, sometimes whatever there are scenarios in which I could see a case. I, I can also see what you're saying, but I just think that at the end of the day, this should be a joint agreement because it's going to be a joint like partnership in raising that child okay question two
0: (laughs) what is the never mind i I heard that late but never okay question two what you said something about a joint partnership and raising a child what does that have to do with the delivery room like what we're just talking
1: meaning okay so i i i I think back to the latest dave chappelle stand-up special right where he made that joke essentially saying that women should be have the right to their body, right? Their their body, their choice. Uh, but men should also have the right to not want to pay child support if they don't want to, right? And there was a ha ha joke, kiki moment. Like I keep going back to that moment, like mm-hmm. at, at, because we want people to, we, because there's an expectation that men should share in the responsibility. uh, Should a woman d- decide to carry the baby and have it, then a man should have the opportunity to be in a child's life at all aspects of the the of all aspects of the baby's life from the time that they from the time that they laid down together
0: he should have the opportunity
1: yes to stay involved in the one in the in the baby's life
0: yeah okay
1: and so if there's other expectations that are going to be placed upon him he should have the right in spaces where we sometimes where some people deem it only being a woman's choice i.e. whether he's in the delivery room or not at the time of the baby's birth
0: i think it should be a woman's choice. I mean, she bears the risk. She bears more risk than he does. Mm-mm. She bears way more risk than the man does when okay. giving birth to the child. And if that is some, I mean, I'm just speaking solely from the health point of view. Like that is my point of view in that question. So if we're thinking about health uh, risk while she's in there in labor and she doesn't want him to be in there and it can cause additional stress, uh, sir, I'm gonna just need you to go. Like
1: I'm thinking about all your risks, rights don't matter all right now. Risks all potential oh. risks
0: what, what's going to happen if he's not in a room what's going to happen i'm to not him?
1: necessarily sure i don't think there's just <laughs> one option that but i could see you never know what the lasting impacts of that of what that could be right the the trauma that could potentially be in, being incurred
0: I mean, I just, you know, I feel like it can be a conversation had. And hopefully, you know what, the conversation is had before the time of the labor. Yes, I think that should be, if that's the case, if there because all of that to me, it sounds like there would be more details to this whole scenario. Like, he's cheating, so of course there have to be, like, different conversations as far as what type of relationship do y'all have right now? What's y'all's feelings for each other? You know, like... What kind of communications have y'all been having about this situation? If he's voiced it to you, have y'all come to like a mature uh, resolution on what to do? Or is it being handled from a petty, um, in a a petty way? You know, like I feel like there can be like a mature way to get to a uh, positive outcome for both parties. But I think it really depends on what the background is and what's been going on.
1: Totally agree. Yeah. I, I think that there's a lot of there are a lot the details in this are so not even there. Right. Like it was just a general question. And I and I still recognize that in the group, that statement. And and yeah, I think that for those that are listening, it'd be interesting to hear how they would answer that question, because like for me, it's interesting to hear how we both interpreted that that broad answer. Right. The direction we took it in just determined how we answer the question. So, yeah. Yeah. But I agree with what you said. Okay. Uh, question... Ooh, we took a lot of
0: time on question one. Look, question not... <laughs> now question two got to be cut down to 30 seconds. Uh, Go. It ain't,
1: it ain't no. <laughs> anyway. So how much that, that question one is. Anyway. Question two. Just respond to this statement. So, un. And I saw this on someone's YouTube... Not on someone's Instagram page. So, just so you know, like, I'm crediting... I am not the originator of this. But anyway, respond. Unpopular opinion. Black Panther was... Meh.
0: Uh... I think as being... As someone that's part of the uh, MCU, I can see how... If that statement is coming from someone else that's, you know, big in that... Yes. Meh. Um... Because we've seen these great um, productions um, out of MCU. So I can say that, but also I take, in, um, consi- I take into consideration that that was just like the origin story. And a lot of times the, some of the origin stories aren't ex- aren't as exciting as what's to follow because it's just kind of like um, putting the toe in the water and, and, and getting you ready for what's gonna come or what's to come um I still think that there are some great things about the production of the movie uh the unity um uh, that we get to see in that so there were still some exciting act- there was still some good action parts to that too but I see as on the broader thing I can see why someone would say meh but yeah I, I can see both sides of that that's my response. yeah because I mean if I'm just you know even in thinking about it the, um the first Captain America was meh like I could have gone without seeing it. You know, it wasn't as exciting as, like, things that have followed. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's my response.
1: So, I'm not into that. What is it? MCU? MCU. MCU MCU Mm -hmm. universe. and (laughs) was universe? I just like my X-Men's and my Superman's and my, you know, whatever.
0: Superman's not even in the same look. Listen, now, I'm
1: just telling you what I like. I'm a Power Rangers and, oh, my God. Okay. No. So, for me, I don't look at it. I didn't watch the movie from that lens like you do. But I think that it was a good movie. Like, I mean, there were a mm-hmm. number of things that made me want to go see it as I don't, as I haven't frequent. Like, I haven't been going to the movies that frequent, like, in years. So, I think the art, the actors, the the hype uh, in terms of what this movie was represented yeah no yeah i think the actors i think the hype surrounding the movie and all the all the attention that was brought to it for various reasons like made me want to go see the movie and so i enjoyed it when i saw it i thought there was just enough uh um i don't want to say magic because there's not magic but just enough uh (laughs) action action yeah Uh, yeah, just enough action. superhero super super, yes yes yeah there you go superhero action that like kept my attention and mm-hmm. I'm interested in, like especially hearing what you're saying about like the trajectory of some of these origin stories I mean some of these uh, some of these MCU series as I guess I'll, what I call them from origin story to what happens Phase. afterwards they're oh. called phases they're called okay. phases okay phases you learn something new every day these and mm-hmm. how, so how the phases sort of the quality and production and whatever just the overall movie gets better along the way that for someone like me uh, that gives me a lot to look forward to and I guess you too so, but for me, as someone from who's not that well versed in what happens, for me to have enjoyed mm-hmm. the first movie it gives me something to look forward to. So, to me, it's not my. Mm. It was a good movie. It served I think, its purpose. I
0: mean, I I really think every. I mean, I think anyone that has even a, I guess, a small interest in stuff like that, like you, you watch it for the superhero aspect of it um for the action sounds like the superhero action you should like invest in it a little you know when you have downtime like time now that we are supposed to be in the house you know um Mm -hmm. you know take that time to you know watch the movies like shit you know i got disney plus i'll give you my login like they got pretty much all of them up there so you can really go into them and you know go through the phases and whatnot like yeah Mm -hmm.
1: speaking of disney watching the order Uh (laughs) uh-huh Question 3. Mm. Boy, that was a good segue.
0: Yes, Ashley, I'm a genius. <laughs> i be knowing.
1: Ah. <laughs> Which streaming service has the most to offer you right now?
0: Um. Hmm. hmm, 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 hmm. I I don't I don't really know if I can make a decision on that because honestly there's I, like I can name something from each one that I feel like gives me life
1: yes that you go to for but that if, are your go-tos for certain things that feed you in a yes. certain way but yes which one
0: okay you know what? right now
1: right I'm, now I'm change. gonna go
0: yeah right okay right now I'm gonna go with Netflix and I'll tell you more why when we get to what we're watching Yeah. So okay. Let's go. I'm gonna go with
1: Netflix. I'm gonna go with Netflix as well. I Yay. think <laughs> almost anything that is commercial free is for me. <laughs> and there's a yeah, yeah. Okay. So question. Netflix. Four. Dun, dun. What was that? See, we moved yeah. along. That we spent like time on like questions.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Question four. Okay, name one this of the.
0: Is four? I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. I just wanted. Okay.
1: No. Yeah. yeah. Question four. So the baby cheating okay. man, the baby in the cheating man, the unpopular opinion. Then we just uh-huh. did the streaming service. That was three. So now oh, four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Question yeah, 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 yeah. four. When it comes to sex in a long term relationship, is there a point where you stop worrying about pleasing your partner?
0: Hmm. I would say there's a point in which there's. If I hope I'm saying this correctly. There's a point in which some of the pressure eases off of you to please your partner because after I I would think there's a certain point that you, uh, I guess, get used to them or know, there we go, know what to do to please them. So, maybe, like, after a while, you're not as nervous about doing it anymore. Or, like, the pressure's not on you because you you know your partner. So, you know what to do. So, you're, you know. Yeah. So, I I mean, yes, there is a certain point. When exactly, I don't know. Because, I mean, it can just vary depending on the person. You and your partner. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I find everything you said so fascinating. Like, I'm really... (laughs) Listening to how you're. I mean, because like, you can, what, I mean, like I can see your brain think. Like it's thinking. I can see your. I feel like your brain is either thinking yeah. about the answer or thinking about how to answer the question. Yeah. One of the two. And.
0: More so, how to answer the question, especially up here. But. Well yeah, that's yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but um. But I do I like that. It's, it's so real that you have that pressure on you. Um, and sometimes it can be a little nerve wracking because, you know, it's your partner. It's, it's, you know, the person you are spending a lot of intimate moments with. So you definitely want to make sure that they're all, you know, yeah you know, I'm sure there'll be times that it's not like earthquaking, I guess. I don't know.
1: Well, see, that's what I'm know. thinking. Like my answer was going to be, I think that it's not a, does it become a point? The question to me is not, or the answer to the question is not so much in response to the the answer to the the answer to me is not so much in response to the direct question of does there become a point in which you stop thinking about pleasing your partner more so is do you ever stop thinking about pleasing your partner and to me that answer is yes I don't Uh, think it's more of a like you're thinking about pleasing them up to a certain point and then all of a sudden you're not to me there's a there are moments in your sexual journey right in your sexual mm -hmm. relationship where you want to make sure that they get theirs and then there are moments where you just want to make sure you get yours right I think it comes and goes ebbs and flows ups and downs right peaks and valleys it's not just a uh a one-way sided thing until until it switches to the other. And so right. that could be a month into it it's one way and then 2 weeks later it's another way and then the next day, you know, depending on your life and your emotions and your feelings like right? like all the things that sort of go into what drives you sexually uh, play a role and that to me has the different variations to me to determine what how you how you act in the bedroom. So, it's not a one-time one way and then it switches to another. It's more of a it flips I don't know. Also, right? Okay. because like, I, um, yeah. I, I also look at this question too, right? Just to, and then I'm gonna be quiet. I also look at this question as like if you're how is a, a way that I would also think about really answering this question because I'm not in a, in a relationship, one short or long. and not not in a short one. So there's no, you know, you got to be a start off short before you get too long. Is is when you're single and having sex How do you go into your sexual What is the word drive Conquer like whatever when, you, how do you, when you're single Wait. How do you approach sex is it more about Making about you or is it about them you know like That's how I could see That's how. Oh I also see okay
0: okay yeah. yeah 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 okay I get that Oh well it's me <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh that's easier For you to answer right? Hell I think So, yes. so single is always about you And when you're in a relationship It's i mean it's not
0: always about me it depends on who the person is like i you know what i, I think to me when i'm single it's way more nerve-wracking because i'm worried i am worried about myself but i'm also worried about like my performance and my you know everything to somebody that's not used to me you know so i definitely want to make sure i'm you know we you, a good I, I don't want you to you, you ain't gonna talk about me later <laughs> Like you're not gonna tell like no nah, that would that's more nerve-wracking um And then I've had those people, too, and I I just think about my life. Here go, Lord, here go another question we spent 15 minutes on. But, you know, I think about... my past and, you know, there have been people that I was constantly like worried, you know, and, and that for whatever reason, reason, whether they had like a certain sexual history. So I felt like I needed to make sure I was tip top or I felt a certain type of way about them or that our relationship was only, you know, sexual. So that's something where it's definitely going to be at the forefront of my mind because we're not having any like deep conversations and, you know, we don't have these uh, moments That these passionate intimate moments that would make sex, you know, better. It's just, it is what it is, and so you gotta be, you know, on your game.
1: (sighs) Yeah. If you stay ready, you never have to get ready.
0: I mean that. Yeah, you can be ready, but that's a different type of
1: like. Which means you have to be able to play defense and offense, right? You have to be a two way player. You you show up to every game. You show up to every game ready. To do your part to win. And I guess in the game of sex intimacy, both you win when both people come out on top. Mm-hmm. Question five.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Why do I feel like anyway? Name one of the best opening lyrics from a song.
0: Oh, you're going to have to give me a minute to think about that.
1: I'll go first. Okay. Mine is... I said it must be that ass, cause it ain't your face.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Is that not a legendary opening line?
0: Woo! Um... Iconic,
1: some would say. Has stood the test of time, because I need a tip drill.
0: Um, Why you tip drilling <laughs> <laughs> Now okay so the first thing that I get Most iconic I always hate to say how much I love this song Because but it went so hard But anyway um, Gosh uh, Fuck Jay-Z I know you ain't talking about me dog You nigga what Fuck Jay-Z You been on my dick nigga You love my style nigga Fuck Jay-Z And then I fuck with your soul like Ether, You know <laughs> ether you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, don't do that's me how he me. started all this. What you don't know? That's like, I know it. Like, it I know it, I just, I've know. heard of that song okay. before, <sighs> and I love Jay Z. But I mean, come on, if we think of an iconic and one of the best diss Open tracks lives. ever, yeah, yeah, and yeah, so anyway, yep,
1: that well, was that a good one. See, again, <laughs> yeah. wait, what? before
0: you conclude five questions,
1: those questions I'm gonna need. I knew you were gonna say that. That's why I said. That's why I said. I sort of almost said that at the.
0: (laughs) Gosh, because I like to think about that. Like that, you know. I love. I like to think about that, and that one just came to my mind. But I don't know if something else would have came to my mind. It could have been a Drake song. Uh, (gasps) (laughs) See,
1: what do you you have? One? Do you have one off the top? Do you have one right now?
0: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, and I just uh, opening line. Damn, I just had it. Um oh, fuck being on some chill shit. We go 0 to 100, nigga, real quick. <laughs> that what? That's the that's all I need to hear and I am immediately hyped. Immediately hyped. Immediately. Is that, a, is hyped.
1: that one of the best opening lines?
0: Uh, for me, huh. in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Fuck being on some chill shit. Yeah, we go to on, 100. You put nigga that on you put quick. that in the
1: same ethosphere as as ether.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. For me, yes, like for something that I hear and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, I'll think about it. <laughs> see? I see. I need to think That's about it. That's why there's always know,
1: reflections. <sighs> and that concludes five questions.
0: Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So, since we're done with five questions, we're going to go ahead and move on to Under My Skin. And you know what? I just had one to add on to Ah! my skin. Okay. So anyway, guys, I'm going to go first as usual. And I have three under my skins. Okay. So the first under my skin, I wrote people being intentionally trifling at a time like this. Okay. So we're all, we are all going through this coronavirus, um, pandemic, we see the news, we see what's going on, we hear like officials, scientists, healthcare officials telling us, you know, the at least the basic steps to take, which one of those steps shouldn't even be basic or oh, a couple of those steps shouldn't be basic, but the number one that shouldn't be basic that they have to tell you right now is to wash your hands. So, I'm in the bathroom the other day at work. Yes, I'm still working, Um, and I'm in the bathroom. And I go in there, and I realize there's a lady that's already in there. Whatever. I go to a couple stalls down because I don't like the whole next to you thing. Anyway, so I hear this lady flush. That's an unwritten
1: rule. That's an unwritten rule of the bathroom. You usually, if you can go to a stall down, you're supposed to. It really
0: should. You know, it really should be. And there are certain people that will still sit next to you because they don't care. Because they're nasty anyway by nature. So anyway, <laughs> um, I'm in the bathroom. Yes. Yeah, so like I said, I go into my stall. I hear her flush her toilet, open her door, and leave out the bathroom. In that order. There was no water. There was no pumping of the soap uh, dispenser at the sink. There Wait, was say that again. A,
1: flush her toilet. I flush
0: the toilet, open her stall door, and leave out of the bathroom. <laughs> in
1: that That's order. It.
0: In that order. That's it. And I was just really sitting there like, are you serious? Yes. Um, what made it get under my skin is that, I mean, of we shared this bathroom. Like, did you touch the door handle? Even though I have not been touching those knobs at all. And we have the little, the button, you know, you can hit the, the handicap button to open a door. Um, I hit that because I'm not touching any knobs of kind any kind. What kind of fancy bathroom? Huh? What kind of fancy bathroom? Oh, well, we work in a, it's a government building. Anyway. The second thing that I have is right now, I, even though I understand what the climate, I still need to get my nails done. And my nail shop shut down yesterday <laughs> without warning, okay? without warning. And I was really trying to get in there yesterday. And there was no, when I tell you I called from like one to seven and there was no answer. There was no Answer. I called like three times. Y'all could have at least put it on the recording that y'all was closing down f- for, you know, coronavirus health reasons, whatever. Because I respect that. Y'all could have gave me a heads up. So yes. Yeah. So that was uh my second.
1: You mean the under nail shop skin. shut?
0: The down. nail shop shut down. Boy, shut if,
1: down. The sto- if the Chinese store, if the if the the Chinese food place is closed down, you know. I mean, I told you churches. I mean, I
0: haven't been in weeks, but
1: yeah. Oh, and my third under the skin is Aaron
0: not giving me a heads up on that question before he asked the N5 question.
1: (laughs) Boom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that is what got under my skin this week.
1: Well, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you about one of them, but I hear you on all of them. (laughs) I have two things that got under my skin, and I'm trying to figure out how to phrase one, so I'll come back to that last.
0: Okay. All right.
1: So I went into... So I've been thinking about really contemplating getting a new phone. I've been th- really contemplating even stepping up and getting a Pro Max, like a bigger phone, versus the the regular one that I've been getting for however long I've been getting uh, iPhones. And... But they're nowhere to be found, right? Especially, I mean, at least at the Sprint store. But you can go to the Apple store and get one. But I was trying to get it through Sprint uh, for a number of reasons. Anyway, but I went into the Apple store because, like I said, I'm trying to really consider getting the Pro Max. and Which means I needed to go play with it. And if you know me, it's not like I need to just touch it one time. Like, I need to play with it a number of times. So, one time, I was in Soho or somewhere. I think it was Soho. And I was like, I'm going to stop by the Soho Apple store. So, I walked into the Apple store. Now, I walked into the Apple store. I walked up the step. And this guy was like hey, yo, excuse me, um, can you show, like he started to ask me a question and then I look like, I don't work here. He's like, do you work Mm. here? No. (laughs) Oh, yo, I couldn't. All right. It sounds (laughs) like it could be an innocent mistake, especially if you think about how many times, if you just think about, like it's happened before. It It could almost sound like an innocent mistake. Now, the thing that was baffling to me was that we almost, we didn't look identical, but I had on black sweatpants he had on black sweatpants. I had on a big ass jacket. He had on a big ass jacket, right? I mean, he also had on a hoodie and some other stuff too. But I'm just telling you, I look like nothing that represented an employee in an Apple store. That's where I'm getting at. So I don't right. know what he was thinking about when he saw me. And I'm carrying bags in my hand, and mm-hmm. like I look like I had just left the gym. I, I had just, I had just left the gym. So you could just—that's why I had on sweatpants and the and like the track mm-hmm. jacket and like
0: nothing so, that would make so, you
1: think you work there. Blank, blank, uh- <laughs> right. <laughs> And that's what got under my skin, not because he asked me. Like I've, you know, I've been asked before. You know, about do I work here or ask for something like an H and M all the time, and so it doesn't bother me. Hmm. But that in I that mean, moment, I look. I I just knew there was nothing. In, there was nothing that said employee of the Apple Store. Right. Shit. Right. Not even the help. I only like the cleaning people. No. <laughs> Anyway.
0: I mean, I get it. This lady asked me that other day when I was in Dollar Tree. <sighs> they have, like, standard I
1: mean? shirts in Dollar Tree? Like... Oh, no, they don't. No, they don't. Dollar Tree. I'm thinking Family Dollar. I don't know,
0: but I know I was standing at the end. I mean, maybe she thought I was bagging, but I was standing at the end waiting for Robin to finish buying stuff, like...
1: And see, <sighs> I try to take, I think... For me, myself, I try my best to do double, triple, quadruple takes before I ask. I approach someone. I search for a name tag. I search yes. for if yeah. I know I'm at, if I know I'm in Target. Like I look at the color scheme. One yeah. name tag, red two, and khaki. Right. Like if I'm in certain stores, you look for like there's things that I go for before I say. Do I see a walkie talkie? Do I see a headphone? Like.
0: You know, it took me forever to, to stop wearing red and khaki <laughs> because I'm talking. And then when I really thought, I was like, I cannot do this anymore. But yeah. Okay.
1: All right. And my right. second Let's thing. Say, I,
0: yeah, this is what I want. Yes. Let's hear Because you said you didn't know how to phrase it.
1: Oh. It's only Uh-oh. because. Uh-oh. Uh, anyway. Is it okay, me? So- <laughs> I bet you think this song is about you. Don't you. Don't you.
0: Erin, oh. that is so Robin called me vain yesterday and I really felt some type of way like ah, well I, I'm not that person. Ah, uh, anyway, go ahead.
1: So, there are some events that I like to go to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's a fee to get in. Sometimes they're not. There's not. Okay. The fees when they are applied to this event range. And we're talking, you know, something as simple as five to 20 to 25, depending on when, depending on the details of the event. Okay. The other day I saw that one of the events that, that I've gone to. Or I don't even know if I've been to this particular event hosted by this particular person. Anyway, that it was a free event. And so I decided, well, I'll go check it out. You know, never, see if this is, you know, see how I feel about it. Let me go check it out. And it's free. So I, don't even you know, at worst, I'm just going down there, bust. Okay. Then I see, which I always find confusing when it says free all night till 10 p.m. Well, that to me doesn't even sound like they, like, aren't, isn't that an oxymoron? Free all night till 10 p.m. Anyway. Wait, say but that then again? I, Free all night till 10 p.m. Oh, okay. Not free until 10 p.m. Not free till 10 p.m. Free all night till 10 Anyway. <laughs> but I knew I was going before 10 anyway. So whether it was free all night or whether it was free till 10, I was going to be there before 10 anyway. Okay. Then I see, because by this point I'm checking Instagram, I see free all night, fuck it. Free all night, fuck it. See y'all out here. All right.
0: What? Okay.
1: Then I get there. Mind <laughs> you, it's before 10 in the first place. It's before 10 in the first place. I, I you know have my ticket that I got when it was free from jump before all these iterations and yeah so I go up not thinking nothing about it and the man goes five dollars what okay <laughs> so some of you are thinking it's five dollars alright to me it's it's just is never the appropriate response it's just a dollar it's just 50 no 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 two no. Uh, like the not the, <laughs> to use inappropriate language the dude <laughs> just said <laughs> Free, like, the last communication about it was free all night, bucket, So mm-hmm. I'm like, this, you know, this is what my thing says. They're like, no, it's only free for, like, the first two hours. Well, no, at first I was told free all night. Then it says free till 10. Like, I start explaining it, and I'm explaining it in a faster way that I'm explaining it on the show uh, than I'm explaining it right now. But, like, I'm, at this point, like, let me, before I give it, because at this point, I'm, I'm even, like, okay, if that's what I got to pay, like, I'm going to be like, er, because I'd rather put it towards something that's in there than having to give it to the doorman. Like, what? So... I'm like, no, this dude said free all night bucket. He was like, Well, Show me this. So I have to go on YouTube. Long story short is I ended up getting in without having to, like, pay at all. One, because of everything. Well, because of everything I said. I was there before 10. The thing said free all night. And my thing said free. Um, Fuck it. Period. Right? Like, there was right. a number of things that were just, like, <laughs> indicating that, like, I wasn't supposed to give anything. And, but it just made me go like, was he trying to like get, get dollars from people that like was the doormate like, you know, was this doorman security man just trying to get money from people or were they really trying to like, okie doke? Because it almost made me think about, anyway, I don't want to say too much about other stuff. That that event, that's, those are the two things that got under my skin. And really because like the person that's hyping this up, that's promoting this event, who's the, like, who's the event person, like mm-hmm. gave multiple different signals, right? But either way, I didn't even fall into any of that. I was still going to get in, be able to not pay to get in
0: for free right
1: and then i get to you the know, door and the doorman like what nah
0: you know what that reminded me of remember Lord. that time we went to um to stadium and it was like we got the thing that was like free all night and when we got there to do it was like twenty dollars when when we went to stadium one night for like something tuesdays when the tipsy tuesdays thirsty thir- thirsty th- oh th- yeah yeah okay yeah yeah. Remember he yeah, tried yeah, to yes, charge yes, twenty dollars yes. to get in
1: uh no that's not what this says <laughs> that's
0: not what this is. let <laughs> see? me see the date on it nigga it say today <laughs> it's today's date <laughs> This, I just got this to my phone today. You see it say today? All right. Uh, nah. Oh, anyway. Yes, now you have made me get upset again.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap up. See, with I, I, wonder if that's, oh. I wonder if okay. that's just, you it's know, I mean, I'm sorry. Look, okay,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> look, I, The last comment is, you know, and probably some of this plays is into, is, is based on some of the things you've just seen on various movies. It's like, I wonder if that's like the doorman, the bouncer, like just trying to get some extra dollars. Like, you know. Is this thing just, is this, oh, like,
0: I mean, yeah, you know, probably. I mean, I mean, he could have or maybe the guy that was, you know, running it didn't communicate well with his, you know, the staff Security. that was at the door. Yeah, that's what should have happened. So, yeah.
1: OK, well, I'm done now. That That's what got under my skin.
0: All right. And that is going to wrap up what got under our skin this week. Now let's go over to what are we watching? What and we watching? before we get started, Aaron, do you have a grace? Um, assessment that you're going with
1: I am going to do a graze assessment I think the okay. audience knows what just happened and so we need to talk about it
0: well in that case I will go ahead and go first because it won't take me that long
1: Mine so was not either. this was a simple simple recap
0: Okay. Well, you know what? We'll see. I'm gonna go ahead and time both of us. So, <laughs> okay. This week, now nah, This week, I am watching um, on my block on Netflix. So that's why I chose Netflix um, for what is essential to my life right now. Because on my block is really good, and I'm like stuck on trying to go ahead and you know get all caught up in this weekend little span that we're in the house. So I'm already on season two. I think we're half. Yeah, like we're like maybe halfway through season two. Okay, I thought you were about to start talking
1: about season 3. I was going to be like, no! Okay. No, I'm season on, 3 just
0: came out, but I haven't... No, no, no. I'm not going to talk about any of it. I'm just going to say that uh, it's a really good show. I uh, definitely like it, and so far, my favorites are uh, De- Jamal and Jessica. Uh, I love their characters. Like
1: Jessica.
0: Wait, is her name Jessica or Jasmine? I'm sorry, Jasmine. Jasmine.
1: The,
0: the loudmouth chick, yes. Mm-hmm. She reminds <laughs> me of me. She just... <laughs> There's something about her and her personality, yes. But it's a really good show. Like, I think I tried to watch it once before and I fell off. And so I just kind of forgot. But when we went back into it and started again, I was like, oh, this is really good. So I've been keeping up with that. Well, we both have been keeping up with that. Um, The other show that I wanted to talk about, even though this episode is a couple weeks old now, so it shouldn't be any spoiler alerts, but we didn't really talk about it, uh, Grown-ish. And the only reason I want to talk about it under what we're watching is because... um, I wrote down the key things that I want to talk about to kind of get your opinion on it too, because I know you've seen it now, right? Yes. Okay. One, the issue with Sky and Jazz, like I, th- you know, as I feel like I've been in similar situations, so I don't like how uh, I don't like Sky's approach to Jasmine. I do think she's um, correct in some of the things that she's saying, but I think her approach could be a lot better. Uh, Jasmine and Doug I didn't necessarily I wondered when I watched that um, I guess it can kind of be a reflection but I'm asking you now is that where you got one of your questions from as far as with sex and I mean I think it was on the last week with sex messing up your focus when you're going after something um, because she says something to him about not seeing each other for like six months or something like that so she. oh okay so I know what you're talking about yes that, yeah. that, oh okay
1: that- that is that is that played a role in what made me also think about it that wasn't the only thing but yes that that was something okay. that like took it over the top yeah
0: well I didn't th- yeah I definitely didn't think it was a um I I, I I understand her move but at the same time I thought maybe it was a little bit drastic like why couldn't y'all just work something else out like why are y'all taking a break to me that I don't know I don't know I think that kind of makes the situation worse but um yeah, because I, I I personally felt like they could have found a way to work it out. Oh, and then the last thing I wrote, Zoe was school. I'm a little disappointed about that decision or that, that being the way that the, the writers took the show as her dropping out of school, especially um, yeah. in her junior year. So, um, But again, it's something I understand... I understand it. I know it's reality, but I was just a little disappointed because I felt like Zoe could have worked that out and been able to be in school and still do her career. You know, I
1: thought the same thing. I was going to wait. I'm going to wait. I thought the same thing. Like, she couldn't have figured out how to make that into, to, like, to get credits for it, to turn it into, like, a class itself. Like, in this right. age, there are so many different.
0: <sighs> yeah. Especially when you're a fashion major. Like, come on, Zoe. Mm. I just wasn't okay with that. But yeah, so that is what I'm watching this week. Those two shows. And well, yeah, this weekend, this weekend. So yeah, there
1: we go. Okay, let me just respond real quick on the block. I am halfway through season two as well. I started season... Oh, okay. I, I, I watched season one when it first came out, and then I started season two, but then I stopped it. I think that was because I, my interest just went to other shows that were coming out that were catching my attention. Anyway, so... Uh, but I've been watching that again, or at least starting that one, so that I can get through it, so I can get to season three. And that's so interesting that you like Jasmine and Jamal. Like I like them all for different reasons, but there's, but I will say Jamal, Ruby, Jasmine, Jamal, Ruby, Jasmine. Yeah, I think those are my three that that huh mm. make me laugh the most on the show and okay. grandma too. Sometimes that grandma and Jamal oh, relationship yeah, grandma, I find yeah. hilarious.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um, Shake on it. <laughs> <laughs> Like I find them so
0: Oh wait, so you said during season two, I'm really I'm sorry, before you get into grays, I'm sure you've seen this episode. I mean I was so weak about this when I guess Monse said something to um Jamal about his black card and he said half seats can't um take away a black card. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, says who? And he says, All of me. Oh my god. That was that like, like iconic. That few episodes. Line. That
1: was one of the yeah,
0: first few episodes. Oh, was okay. Listen, that that I was so. iconic right there. The, oh man. I thought it was. I thought it was towards the end of season one or something. I don't know. I, I can't remember now. Me and my sister been texting about it because she's a big um, fan of on the <laughs> block. She's already watched season three. So.
1: Damn. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When she likes something, she likes something. mm
1: Hmm. I don't know. That's just not okay. hard. I found it hard to... It's almost like 13 reasons why. Like, I haven't even been able to get into season two like Mm-mm. that, even though I keep Mm-mm. hearing. But... Okay. Shit. So, now I've been watching Grownish. I mean... So as we all know, if you don't know, this was the episode, the latest episode of Grey's Anatomy was the episode where we got to see, find out what happened to Alex. And I'm hesitant to talk about what actually happened or not. But what I will say is that I could actually see that being, um, I have different thoughts back and forth. One, I think that the storyline of how they wrapped up his character or how they wrapped up his storyline, I could actually believe that. Like I could see that actually being a thing. thing that I didn't, the thing that I wished had happened was that they had taken their time to flush it out more and i understand that there are different circumstances that i am not aware of one i believe or one i could see happening is that he left before giving like he didn't give enough his decision to leave was more abrupt than we than would have allowed them to craft like Storylines and episodes, and write it out right for the whole episode for the whole season to flush it out more. So,
0: so did he uh, leave because like Shonda fired him in real life, or I mean, what happened there? Did I don't know?
1: know. I mean, he just issued a statement over the break that said, you know, it was uh, there's no re- there's no essentially, he said there was no easy time to leave. He's been this has been his character, you know, a part of his life or has defined his life for the past 15, 16 years, and he's starting to think about doing other things. And now he has the support of you know, and now with the support of his you know, his wife and his children, he feels like this is a great time to do it, and he's gone. So, we didn't. Know that his last episode before the winter finale was his actual like last episode, Damn. and it seems like he yeah. So when he left, there was still like one or two episodes before the winter break, and we found out over the break that that you know he was gone and that that had actually been his last episode on camera. But I believe this episode where we got to see his ex- here's explanation he he did the voiceover, so he must have come back for that or they taped it before he left. But I think that was his last contribution to it. Either way, like I just wish it it, it felt a little rushed. I don't know if I. Sh- I mean, it's not like you're gonna. Anyway, you would have to.
0: I mean, you can tell me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Spoiler alert. So, when Alex Did this just left... happened
0: this past Thursday or something? Yes, this past Thursday. Oh, okay.
1: So and and I am trying to remember what happened in the episode before that. because there's been two weeks since I've talked about this. But anyway, so as we all know that in the history of the show, Alex was once married before to Izzy Stevens. He they all came in together as interns and we saw them. You know. Along the, we saw them develop from just being interns together to being friends to being, you know, lovers and married and ups and downs and backs and forth with that relationship. Especially because Izzy left, and Izzy got sick, and then you know the backstory behind her leaving was behind because of the friction between her and the show. i.e. Sandra Shonda Rhimes and the, the comment that she made. About her nomination, anyway, all of that. So what? there's oh, a whole thing yet. with that's that.
0: Some, that's some tea you got to give me. I've never heard any of oh, this. Oh yeah, like she, oh you yeah. got. I
1: mean, and, and some of this. I mean, this is you know like she was a she was nominated for a Golden Globe or an Oscar, one of those Academy Awards for her role on Grey's Anatomy as Dr. Eddie Stevens. And I think she made a comment in an interview that pretty much they pretty much critiqued the writing, and she didn't think that she was worthy of this, given like she just had a more negative view of her role in the character, like right. And so I think that. Mm, contrib- you know, and, and, and you know this is you know Grey's Anatomy is like Shauna's baby and so I think there's some you know and there was some tension some friction and she left the show and I think you know or Shonda the Fighter, Han Potts, one of the two. Either way, and who? Which now.
0: character was this? I'm sorry, Doctor
1: uh, Izzy Stevens. I forget. Is it Catherine Heigel Is her real name? Catherine Heigel Heigl, Heigl. Oh wow! Right. So she used to be on Grey's Anatomy. She was one of the originals with yeah. you know, Meredith and Yang. And
0: and she said, wait a minute. She got. Wait a minute. She got. You should just Google. Um, you should just Google Catherine okay, okay. Heigl,
1: Grey's Anatomy <laughs> exit or. Yeah. Dispute okay. Or, but it was something like they, it was something along those lines. She was she was given a nomination. You know, especially in the early days when Grey's Anatomy was fresh out and they were winning awards, she was nominated for her role as Doctor Izzy Stevens. She did She made a comment, I think, in an interview or in a magazine, something like that, where she pretty much critiqued like the writing and her character and didn't think it was like nomination worthy and wow. next thing you know she was gone you know there's a bunch of different things that have happened at the point and within Grey's Anatomy's history
0: yeah I mean but I've only heard of like the I mean things that I actually knew the people I don't think I ever heard of Catherine okay go ahead go ahead because we so, all love tribes sorry
1: <laughs> but in her storyline a part of her storyline in the beginning revolved around Alex Karev who just left and they like I said at one point were married and then the ups and downs and the you know Probably the backstory stuff contributed to how it was right, to how she was written off the show in the same way some backstory stuff contributed to his. He left because, so one of the things that happened before, like one of her final episodes or final things that happened was that he, she had cancer. And she, before she had cancer, she wanted to freeze her eggs. And this was at the time I think that they were married. I think they were married. Ultimately, he gave her sperm to her. Like he, you know, put his sperm in a cup. They made embryos because she was going through chemo, which was going to fry her eggs. And she wanted the opportunity to have a baby with him and you know, that whole jazz. And ultimately it didn't work out. And as you know, Alex Grev is now married to Joe Wilson and they have a whole thing that's going on with them. But when he left, he left to go. So fast forward to present, he left to go take care of his mother or go visit his mother. Uh, And I forgot what else, what happened as to why he left. But no one was under the assumption that he was not coming back. Well, come to find out, he left and went to go visit Izzy Stevens. He never went to go see his mother. He went to go visit Izzy Stevens because He found out that she had actually had twins that were Alex's babies. Like, he, she ended up taking that, his sperm and her, embry- you know, her eggs and embryo and having a baby, having twins. And she's been living on a farm. And I can't remember where she was living on a farm at. And he went to go see them. And when he went to go see them, he decided that he couldn't leave. He couldn't leave his children. And a part of that was because we know that he was a you know, his, his, the relationship with him and his father and how he was raised. And so he wanted to be, actually be there and be a good father in his child's life. A Couple that with he still had lingering feelings for Izzy. And so we got to see how this plays out. And they play out because he just left, right? Like I said, he's no longer on the show. So he left letters for everyone, pretty much the originals. He left a letter for Meredith, which was the longest letter, which explained everything. He left a Meredith. He left a letter for Joe, his wife. They pretty much apologized but said he couldn't help you know he did what he did because he had to do it that's really what he said so that's what happened and we got to see that he didn't like we got to finally find out what that what happened and so he's now off in the middle of the country and on a farm with his baby mama dr izzy stevens and his two children i forgot their names and he told you know oh he also sent a letter to dr bailey and dr warren not dr warren dr bailey and dr uh the chief the chief uh and yeah. Oh, and oh, lastly. Okay, lastly. So we did find out. So, you know, in the next episode, they pretty much moved on. But the last thing I'll say is we found out who. I don't remember if I told you that there was a thing where Dr. Shepard was pregnant, but at a certain point, she found out she was further along than what she thought she was. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that she could have been Owen's baby or. Dr. Yeah. Link's baby? Yeah. Okay. So, and he and Link, you know, she was upset because she felt like he was only, he Link only wanted to be with her if the baby was his, right? And she felt like no matter what, that they should be, that she understands like this is screwed up, but this is not necessarily like something that she wanted and he should love her no matter what. And so they created all this friction. And then all of a sudden, you know, she was distancing herself from him. And he felt like he really should have the right to know as whether he's the father or not. Because given if he's not the father, like he knows Owen, like that whole situation is going to be weird, especially since Owen is your ex-husband. And now he's married to or now he's engaged to the woman who he did have a baby with, who ultimately you sent him to. And they had a whole back and forth thing. Right, Dr. Um uh, Owen Hunt. And what is the woman's name? If his mother is... I forgot, but she's one of the co-chiefs of cardio. Anyway, long story short is, Link is the father. And he realized, so after Joe, you know, after Dr. Alex Karev left and they, they sort of make Joe into, a, they sort of position her as a woman who's hurt, but not, this is hurt is not going to hold her down, right? So if anything, is going to lift her up to continue to be moving forward because she has to give credit to Alex for even putting her in this, like contributing to her being a successful doctor and being able to come out of the shadows of, you know her abusive ex-husband you know she was married in an abusive relationship before as mm-hmm. a foster child and all that jazz anyway so he she told her, she told link that essentially, like, don't wait. Don't let this bog you down. If you want to love her, if you want to be with her, then you need to do that. Don't, like, get in the way of this. And so, he went to her. And so, we got to see in the final scene, like, he went to her and essentially said, like, I love you. It's about you. I don't want to lose you behind this. And she said, I'm glad to hear you say that because I just got the results that the baby's yours. And... Aww.
0: <sighs> love. That's okay.
1: <clears throat> that's my Grey's Anatomy update.
0: And I just want you to know yours is longer than mine. Um ah! <laughs>
1: You had questions. Don't do that.
0: I mean, yes, yes, you're right. Because that whole Catherine Heigl thing, yes, i done had to go off and Google it. Mm -hmm. it, some old shit. But anyway, all right, guys, so that's going to wrap up what we're watching this week. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, use the bathroom, wash our hands, (laughs) and come back with our perspectives this week. Yay! And we're back. And it is time for this week's Perspectives. And Aaron, is it your turn to go first? Right? Your turn?
1: Yes. Uh We're going (laughs) to go with that. Let's roll with it. (laughs) Okay. So this week, I want to talk about leveling up.
0: Okay, level up. Yeah, I guess level that's what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Growth. I want to talk about
1: growth. Self-growth. Okay. And I, I don't really have, like, I didn't write down something to say, but the what I've been thinking about is what does it mean to you to level up, quote unquote, to move on to the next level of something, to challenge yourself beyond where you've already been challenged? Uh, to progr- progress forward, what does that look like for you in, other, in, in different aspects of your life? And I, do, and I mean something that goes more deeper than just getting a promotion at a job, right? Like that is a form of, you know, growth or progress or leveling up depending on how you view that promotion, but something that goes beyond that. And- One of the examples I guess I'll give is when you're first introduced to Christianity or God, uh, right, for those that have were raised in the church or remember going to children's Mm -hmm. church, right, like your sort of introduction to God was more basic. And then at a certain point, if you continue to grow and evolve in that space, then you understand that there's more details to, you know, Noah and the ark, right, to Moses and and the jews and the pharaohs right like there's more nuances to that and as you grow older sometimes and if you stay connected and and whatever then you figure out there's even more difficulty in what it even means to be a christian right to be a follower of god and it's not just so black and white right like that elevation of growth but i think that there even but the but even within that i think that there can become a point where you feel stagnant in your growth and so what does the next thing look like for you in terms of that i think that's just one example of that relates to like what I'm trying to get to uh, for this perspective is like what does growth look like for you in different aspects of your life that aren't when when, those, when that change or that leveling up is not so, oh, you just got a promotion, right? Like it's not so black and white. Hmm. I don't know if you can speak to a moment where 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 you, you know, leveled up or where you challenged yourself, where you saw growth or progress and, and sort of what that feeling, that experience, where you were in your life or or you're in a position to where you feel like, you know, you're about to move on to the next season, right? And, and what that potentially feels Feels like looks like i don't know
0: i would say for me i my level up or my growth has come uh, more recent in giving myself the type of care of trying to understand my actions and you know i say this a lot on here that you know about going to therapy i think taking that step um of even going to Try to figure out, or try to get a more in-depth look at um, at who I am, and what makes Ashley, and and, and why is Ashley, in some <laughs> in some sort of way. Um, that was that felt like growth to me. Um, I'll also say, really trying to take heed and live the words that, you know, I mean, you say it all the time and you were where I first heard it, that you can't help how you feel, but you can help what you do with those feelings. And I think um, recently I've been tested in a way of having feelings, but not like acting on everything that I felt, especially, uh, and and for me, that's always been a struggle, you know, like my friends, you know, we laugh and joke about like how, you know, I can be crazy and, you know, pop off or whatever. So to actually now start to take steps back, breathe, think about it, or realize that, you know, A, it could just be my perspective that I'm seeing, which is getting me upset. Or be that I don't have to react just because I am upset. Like yes, I have these feelings. My I I think also mm, I'm sorry I'm all over the place because I'm thinking about it too. Is you know knowing that my feelings are valid and just because someone does not agree with my feelings or they they don't want me to feel this way or whatever, knowing that my feelings are valid and it's okay for me to feel this way. What's not okay is for me to push my feelings on someone else and project. Or make someone else feel less than just because they may play a part in how I'm feeling. Yeah. So all I mean, all of that. Excuse me. In this, and I'll say in this season because I feel like it's the season that I'm in in trying to be a better Ashley and like I said, understand. Sorry, understand myself more or have a better um, outlook on my actions. So yeah, I'll say in this season, all of those things are helping me grow or are I would say is my level up because if I'm not Most a better yeah. yeah yeah and I feel like you know if, if I don't do these things or they, like these are goals to me to be that uh, better with that so if I don't do those things I can't foresee a better life without getting better and you know getting to the foundation of The issue,
1: yeah. Yeah, one of the things I hear you saying is, like, one is, like, telling a story of how you have leveled up or grown or progress. And then, like, where you are now and what the next level up or growth could look like. And is that, like, you're now more aware of yourself in different moments or different areas of your life. It's not just a saying now. Like, there's actual thought behind it and a rationale. And a part of that is through therapy and through just more just uh, self-diagnosis. Like, whatever the different things are that just now make you more aware of it. And now that you're more aware of it, that to me is like a, like going from one space of being unaware to, you know, when you know better, you do better, right? Mm -hmm. From now you're knowing better, so you're able to now do better. And now that you're able to do better, just pushing yourself to even be greater and more aware and even change some of those things in the future. Like, right, like now you still have more to go. When you know better, now you can start actually trying to do better and being better. And so now that's where you're also at. At least that's what I hear when I I hear you say that. I don't know. And I like, yeah. And I think that's, to me, is where I've been struggling is the wrong word but where i have been questioning what the next will look like and i'll just stick with the thing around religion in particular or christianity or god is 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 how i've recognizing how i've grown and some of that is it was spoken in that trajectory even though there's more details to that as it relates to me specifically but then now recognizing like where i am now and Figuring out how my current worldly life standards and observations and, you know, the steps that I take now every day, how just being more clear about how they're being ordered Mm -hmm. in this phase with with what the in this phase of life with a perspective that is conducive to that. I mean, I know a lot of that is drawing closer to him, getting more closer to the word, having a more deeper connection and understanding and there are some ways of that that need more, like, physical context. Uh, but I understand it as I'm saying it out loud. Um, and so that's just sort of what I just found. Th- what that, that's a part of what made me just want to talk about that topic. It's just a moment in which I'm trying to address that and, and address that in a real way, but not just think about it. And I wanted to know, like, there are other aspects of life in which we all find ourselves or which, in which I found myself and wanted to see from you. Like, huh, like we're, we're on the other side of, of, you know, we're on to the next or we're trying to get to the next and sometimes we're struggling to even figure out what that looks like because it's not so clear right it's not so one plus one equals two right, right. Uh, yeah. yeah
0: i like the way you phrase it i mean i really like your explanation of that because that was a really good like i guess breakdown or a, a great assessment reference to use you know because I, I mean it took me back to those lessons that were learned in and and children's church you know and then you do see i mean it's almost like you know just growing up in life like you try to, people, older people try to tell you these lessons or teach you these lessons that are not as black and white when you get older, you know, that are not like the obstacles are way uh, more detailed than how it's made out to be, I guess. So, yeah, that's
1: good. Right. And have more realistic, like, and are more realistic can be more conceivable. Uh, don't feel so outer worldly unattainable. And I and I think about like Mo. yes, I think about the story of Moses and how you know when when I first heard it, you don't hear about really Aaron and his brother and, and the integral role that he right, played in it right. because Moses had a stutter. And mm-hmm. you know, like the movies that you see about that do not really they show Aaron, but not really Aaron. Moses definitely doesn't have a stutter, right? When he's doing what he's doing. We don't, you know, we don't really see the backstory of how Moses, I can't remember, was he a murderer or adulterer, but, you know, he wasn't this, you know, the ones that God chose the 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 ones that we hear about, you know, God or Jesus using the most in the Bible aren't like these perfect people, right? Like, we don't always hear that at first and then when you finally do hear about it especially in moments of your life where you've made imperfect decisions you see how you know you can be used in that way but even then that challenges you to write i don't know it's just a different it's just different ways and at different moments looking back mm-hmm. where i can see how the simple stories especially as i've chosen to get more and i think that's the other change of the other change too right Is like going to children's church was not a choice right like how would i have known about children's church if someone didn't tell me at first right. like there were things that i liked about it but i had to have been you know told to go but then at a certain point you choose to go to you choose to go and not go right you choose to grow in your in your way and some for some that's going to church and for others that's not right like however they choose to go in in their walk uh if they choose to and i think hearing those sermons now or hearing sermons as an adult and being challenged in that way and different even hearing different passages and different sermons on those particular passages and the perspectives in which they choose right open your mind up to things that make you go huh that even now still challenge me, that, you know, growth. I should hopefully always be growing, but even in this moment, is like, ah, well, what does that mean now? What is, how, how does that, how is that applicable now? Anyway, mm-hmm. that's just what I want to talk about and was just interested. And there are other areas in which that is, in which my brain can apply that as it relates to me, but just because I threw that out as an example, just sticking with that. Okay.
0: But well, that was a good person. I like that. It was a good topic. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Oh, that means it's what my turn now, talk huh? do
1: push your. Tag you're it. <in. laughs>
0: Okay, so for this week, I have a simple, yet I feel complicated question. And I'm asking you because, you know, as you're the one that is not currently in a relationship, and I am, I want to get what your current perspective on it is now, and maybe how it could possibly change. But what does it look like to you to deal with money and finances in a relationship? What does it mean to you? How do you handle it? What are any of your qualms about it? Boundaries, pros, cons? Go.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You sort of set up with the, okay. I was just watching a segment on YouTube. I think it was from The Real, maybe. Mm -hmm. And they were discussing prenups, although I've Mm. heard, or maybe it was on The View. Either way, it was one of these shows, or maybe it was both over time. Anyway, and because there's an array of panelists up there who, you know, from married, dating, divorced, you know, single, all that jazz. And so just getting the different perspectives on it. And so that's, and and this, watching this in recent times is what makes me think about this question. I'm. Or at least how I'm going to choose to approach the answer. I think finances in relationships, if I thought about it from like what I've been viewing, I am okay with prenup. Mm-hmm. And so I think saying that makes me think that I am okay with there being a division between a married couple or a couple as it relates to finances. Where yours where yours is yours and, our, and mine is mine and we come together for what's ours. Right. I think that that's okay. Yeah. I don't see that being that being, I don't see that being anything wrong with it. Yeah. I don't see there being anything wrong with it. I think the only, I think that, but I also think that specific speaks to a specific couple who has a two, who's in a two income, like right situation, two income situation where both people are actively working and, and are probably, closer to, well, I, only, I was going to say at first closer closer to making the same amount, but really you could, really that sort of situation is set up for people who may have a disparity in how it is that they, and how much they make, right? Mm-hmm. One versus the other. And so if you are able to keep yours within yours and theirs within theirs, how you choose to come together could be based on the different levels of income. So that way it's not us all pulling all of our money into the same pot and then equally splitting them up because then that's not necessarily beneficial to the one who makes less in comparison to the one who makes more. Mm So I'm for it. I think, but I also think if you're in a one income household, right? Like if you're a single mom or a single, not a single mom or a single dad, but if you're a stay at home mom or stay at home dad, then obviously your income is limited in comparison to the one that is working. Right. So So then then, therefore that's a different kind of conversation. Right. In which I think then, then you're asking like, is it okay, how much input or say, so does the one who's not working have, uh. Over the finances of the one who's actually bringing in income because of their work.
0: Does the person now working have a say? So I'm just huh. I'm just asking. Only because I think they do. It. Yeah. I think
1: they do. I think they do because I think the way in which they work may not bring in the bi-weekly, monthly, every week, whatever you know, frequency of income. In that way, it is a contribution to the household mm-hmm. in terms of what it you know what it does, either by limiting the amount of ins- expenses that have to go out or how it uh, elevates the strength and you know foundation of the household right there is value within that and so they should have a say so over now i'm not saying how and what <laughs> ways and which directions and how much mm-hmm. how much i'm just saying that there is a they should be able to definitely have a say
0: the devils are in the detail with that
1: there you go yeah
0: <laughs> so i'm gonna say i agree with you one i am definitely a um a supporter of prenups robin and i don't have one but i think things have changed oh i'll say my views have changed since I've been married and also finances change over time. But I do think that people should have prenups. Um, I don't think that it matters who brings in what, you know, I think if you if you feel like you have something of value or, yeah, I just think, you know, you should have the right to get, you know, whatever. Um, and, that there, and that also, you know, terms can be put in a prenup that protects both of y'all. So what was the other thing? Oh, I am also um, a supporter of both parties having their own finances. And I think that more so comes from my grandmother when I was younger, she would always like talk about that, like how she would, you know, not necessarily hide money from my grandfather, but you know, have her own thing. Like you're supposed to have, cause you never know. And even though she stuck with my grandfather for 60 some years, she still made sure she had her own stuff. And that was something I think that she tried to instill in her daughters and that I have no, I have heard my mother say more than one time to any of her married friends is you need your own bank account. You need your own this, like you need your own emergency fund pretty much. And not just, not, not just in case something happens to y'all and y'all don't make it but if there's ever emergency maybe something happens with your family and you want to be able to support them without having to really go through it with your spouse or whatever i think that's a good thing to have also i just think that, now i think my biggest issue with that though so and i don't know if i'm kind of playing both um, sides of the fence here but while i support i support that I think that there should also be clear clear and concise conversations about finances in any relationship. I don't necessarily think that you have to tell your partner like, hey, I have this secret bank account. Okay. (laughs) Hey, I have this secret bank account and I have this much money in there. But I do think that for any finances that are shared in the household or any, you know, whatever y'all have already decided to share and do together or whatever i think there should be conversations had on that about you know maybe what's coming in what's going out making sure that both parties are aware because i think it's also in the long run um beneficial of course to know what's coming in and going out of the household or, or what bills you know there may be because you don't want something to happen to your partner and you are not aware of how to handle anything any of the household do you mean like
1: bills do you mean like the joint expenses or The like joint yeah, much, all joint much, expenses. Okay. Yeah. Or do you And do you also mean how much they make or how much you know they put towards it? Um
0: I don't want to say I don't think it's mandatory like I don't think is mandatory to know it depends on what
1: would you be upset if robin didn't tell you how much she made
0: i wouldn't be upset but i would want to know why like what's the secret (laughs) you know you know what i mean well that's i mean that's a discussion so we know what we have coming into the household but i don't know like if she you know if she has a secret account you know if she tells me how much she makes. I don't go back and behind her and check her bank account and see where all of it's going. You know, I just feel like I So you should I know trust her means. when it comes to, exp- yeah, and I trust her with money. I think that's big to have to trust because if you don't trust your partner with finances, then that's already, we know that, fi- you know, finances can sometimes be the number one cause. Co- well, it is the number one cause of divorce, isn't it? Um, yeah, because finances, finance money. money, yeah. I mean, it's serious. So, I don't know. That's just something that I uh, had on my mind. I was like, you know what? I want. I want to talk about this. And I was just trying to think of something that we don't talk about too much on the podcast. And I know money is one of them. And then to combine money and relationships, I felt like, boom.
1: You know, that's interesting. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that is a good. I think that mm-hmm. is a good combination too. Because I'm sitting here thinking, like, at, I know it's trickier sometimes, especially if in the. At least I won't say I know it's trickier. From what I have observed, it is trickier for those platonic friendships to talk about how much each other makes. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. But is it a right? Is it a, sort of an unspoken rule that in romantic relationships, specifically those where you're married the ones that are married should you know how much each other makes like should you know what their income is and i I also, and i and i wonder is that and i wonder does that change as i'm thinking this out loud i wonder does that change when we talk about you know the the middle america household versus the superstars who are married right is it important for Mm, jay to know how much b makes and b to know how much jay makes when they know that they're you know they both making something right versus like is it is it different for you and robin right like do the standards change when we when the incomes change Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> or not? In terms of like, do you have a right to know? Should you know?
0: I think you should know. I don't. I don't like to use the word right because it's almost like they have to tell you know. I, but I think it that depends on the people in the relationship. You know, like you know what type of person you're with before you even marry them. Especially, you can kind of pick up on little signs when it comes to money. I feel like so. Um, I don't think I mean, once you're joining, you know, y'all's worlds as one, you know, that union, I definitely think that's something that should be discussed, because why not? To me, the people that don't discuss it, um, some there's there's some kind of controlling aspect on, on one in one of the parties there that and probably the one who doesn't want to let you know how much they're bringing in because why i just don't understand that we're supposed to be one everything that we have is coming together which again why money is so big in marriages because you take on everything of that other person when you sign your name on that paper so why wouldn't we discuss what you have coming in what i have unless coming unless you in? have
1: a prenup right then right, you right. unless you yeah yeah is, right like there's a like so so yeah I don't know I just think that's I, I, also, I also yeah okay I, why is it so exactly different I mean it
0: is definitely different with friends like I don't mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever well, I was gonna you know. speak
1: to that too I don't. I was gonna speak to that too like I, I there are and it's for me it's there are a few people who I've t- had like serious in-depth money conversations with right in ter- that are like you know friends platonic relationships and we've talked about how much each other has made mm-hmm. because we've been talking of like yeah be- I think either we're talking about like We're talking before the other person is applying for a job, and so there's a conversation about negotiations, right, and what it is you want to make, and and if you got it or not, and how close or not, and, like, or what it is that you're looking forward to. There are few people that I've, few, like, few, like, very, very few that that has happened to that degree, but others, no. I think it just depends on the relationships you have with people, but also how you, your relationship with money. I think it's less to do with your relationship with people and more to do your relationship with money and Mm. that then dictates the kind of conversation that you have and so that's a few because I believe that like the, a, a part of me thinks that the conversation with money sh- with anyone uh, should hopefully make you a smarter person should hopefully encourage you to encourage you make you smarter encourage somebody else I don't know there's I don't know just so you don't talk to everybody about everything. you don't talk to everyone about everything right That's so true. for some it's that I only true. talk to my spouses about money, right like right the, I think the when I was
0: younger, I used to have those conversations. I felt a little bit more comfortable when I was younger. I don't know.
1: What, saying like, oh, I make 8 dollars oh, yeah, 825. yeah Well, oh, I make nine seventy five dollars 75 Yeah, right when, yeah. It was, when it was like that When it was like that now that, you, <laughs> now that you're saying, you know Yeah Thousands of dollars, Right you know, Hourly Now, you know, or It's not just sal- that Salary hmm Now we're talking salary and benefits And, you know, retirements and
0: Oh, God
1: Stocks and 401Ks, all that shit Oh, yeah, we're hmm Student loans Oh, but see, then I At wonder the why does that make it more difficult when we're talking amongst like friends because we're we're sharing in some some of those similar burdens. Like
0: I mean, I, to me, it's one like, thing I to talk you about have I, like, loans. I, yes. you know, like I yeah. You know, I got
1: student loans. Like why, I talk
0: to people you know, about bills. <laughs> oh, that's oh, I'll talk to you about bills. I, that's something completely different for me. Like I will go off about Sprint and Verizon and all mm-hmm, this. I'm like this goddamn Verizon bill. But um, I don't know. I just don't talk about like what I'm bringing in. That's going you know <laughs> what's left after I pay this hundreds of dollars a month no Um, I mean
1: yeah I I agree I I mean I think that you like I said you don't have that conversation with everyone it's not meant to have it but I but you know but okay example and this is one I don't like like I said I think each relationship is different like I don't like what the heck but an example I could give is never mind (laughs) never mind no only because I realized we weren't talking about that on this show (laughs) it was off show oh no okay okay Ah. Okay, this is what I'll say. An example that I could see a conversation around finances happening, but it pro- is that if you are, if someone is talking to you about like looking for a job, mm-hmm. right, or if I was talking about it. Oh, as I just said earlier, like someone talking to you about like an interview, or they're getting ready to negotiate a job. Like I'm not, not they, like they're getting ready to accept a job, or they got a job offer. Like if if you're telling your friend that you're interviewing for that job or that you've gotten a job offer. To me, I think that that would be okay, an okay situation. Although, not for many, but an okay situation where you all are talking about, oh, well, how much are you asking for? Or how much do you want to make? Like, in the same way we used to do the 925 and 825 and 625. Right. stop acting like people. Like, we're from... I mean, oh, but you can
0: also five. say, like, I mean, at but this... Like, oh, yes, you know we're old. But, you, I mean, <laughs> but even with that, you can also say, you know, they're asking you, what are you looking to make? Six figures. You know, Like, that's a very... I mean, that's a very open... Open answer. You don't necessarily know oh, what's. Know. Six, you know, I mean, I'm just giving a different example of how I guess Someone I would. Was, the, yeah, detail, yeah, like the, the details of details, that yeah. only go,
1: but so far. There you go.
0: And I also, you know oh, I know, and that's
1: why I said I think it goes back to your relationship with money Not your relationship with the person
0: Mm-hmm. Right, yes, because I, I was going to say What could be on my mind is I don't want anybody spending my pockets Or spending my money Like, I don't want anybody, you know Breaking down like, well If you bring it in this, then she could do No, I don't, you know And not to say that any of my friends will Because I don't think that any of my actual friends will But that's just something like I know definitely at work for me is a no, no Like, I do not discuss how much I make at work with any other my any of my co-workers like i don't care how they try to get it out of me i think i've even lied before do and i coworkers have to cut try myself to get it out of you yeah do
1: they mm-hmm. See, I, I don't They're... think i've ever been in a work situation where co-workers have tried to talk about how much we make i mean probably because they know i make more from the same employer
0: <laughs> i think some people just know um yes so but that is that's a, interesting that's a isn't that like, like against
1: the law Isn't that I th- the th- you law know i thought else? it
0: was um but I guess Don't it depends on, <laughs> well, I think it depends on what I was going to say was the business because our HR actually sent out an email one time that said that they actually encourage people to talk about it. Like, because su- su- uh. supposedly it's supposed to be motivating so that if you're not making as much as your coworker, but you know, maybe I'll do something of the same that you'll either want to step up your, your work, um, flow, whatever, or go for a higher position. So push you to, you know, get, um, it. so yes i guess it depends but i definitely know what <laughs> you know it was i don't know if it was illegal or if it was just frowned upon you know because
1: that could have been it too yeah something yeah. that was just culturally a rule and not really legally one mm-hmm. you know yep
0: but yeah, so that is yes. My perspective of the week Good chat, see, I knew we opened up a good chat I just thought it was something, you know Something to chat about, and we mm-hmm. like to chat Alright,
1: brought so. you money Brought you relationships, brought you Let- Sex, drugs, and rock and roll The things that we no, do yeah, no. uh, there was.
0: What was that? No, okay <laughs> Is that what we do? Ah. Alright, so that's gonna wrap up Our perspectives this week, guys We hope mm-hmm. you enjoy them And now, Aaron are you looking forward to anything?
1: Oh man! Look at you!
0: Look at you! You ain't ready.
1: <laughs> Isn't this one of the things I said to? <laughs> yes, I ah, it am is. looking. <laughs> Hold on, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting some food when this is done. I'm also just looking forward to seeing. Uh, you know, actually, I'm looking forward to charm coming, charm the reboot coming back on. It's yes. been off for a few weeks, and yes. so I believe it's coming back on next week. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm in agreement with you with that. <sighs> so Okay. There we go.
0: I am looking forward to mailing out the invitations to the anniversary party. We went and ooh, got the yes. yes. Went and got the coffees done yesterday and um I got all my envelopes in the mail that I had ordered from Amazon. They are very pretty, so I just love them both Beautiful. together. Yeah, so I'm excited to mail them out and everybody get their little invites. Yay. Yes. Okay, and that's what we're looking forward to this week. I got a little hype. Okay, and uh... what? And what are you doing?
1: It's, it's real real
0: and Aaron do you have any reflections
1: <laughs> I do all right so I don't even remember where some of these came from because I just wrote them down all right one was I wrote I wrote there haven't been a lot of anniversary gifts I think only one. Oh yeah we were talking about some, oh one mm-hmm. of the questions the I think was what was your gift? best anniversary yeah. gift. so I was like what when I listened back to it I was like there haven't been a lot of anniversary gifts I think only one or at least one that I can remember and what I was thinking of was probably the one that I said like any other one? I've probably been anyway. You know, don't don't really have anniversaries because don't get that mm-hmm. far. And I think the other reflection that I wrote down was ooh, excuse me. Um, what topics have you had a change of heart of? Wait, oh, where did you get? I wrote down one of the thing. I don't know what that one was. I'll come back to it. I wrote down <laughs> where did three? Where did the three K amount come from? That was one of my reflections slash question oh, for you. Something that's saw on Shade um. room. <laughs> oh, I was like, where did the three K amount come from when I heard about? Because that is sp- like. You know not one or five or ten like three okay and then i was like that could change once i find dot 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 nothing but i don't remember oh i don't know what was i talking about when i said that what was i listening to anyway and the other one was what topics have you had a change of heart what topics have you had a change of heart because it's, mm-hmm. oh, it's not the calling out from work one what <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's cause I said I still feel the same about that. Like calling off from work oh. after a breakout. <laughs> <up. No. laughs> oh shoot. I find this um okay. oh my god, it's funny. You said something about the three K one. Did you see the uh did you see Robin's response when we were talking about that no, on um Instagram say. when I posted the thing on Instagram and she was no. like, I'm just waiting for the deposit to go through. See? <laughs> <laughs> care she ready to slut me out in these streets for three thousand a month that ain't right okay my reflections were one actually i wasn't paying attention damn my first reflection is because i wasn't paying attention after i said all of that uh when i wrote down when you said something about the mini minisos being 25 minutes or less um i wasn't paying attention when you said that so i didn't respond in the moment but what i should have said was bullshit um <laughs> Why do I sound like this for question two? I wrote down that I sounded like a thotty when I um when I heard myself back. And you actually texted me about that part for question two of the um of the anniversary episode. Question two of the anniversary episode, yes. Um, and then the last thing I put was that we had a mellow ending to the episode to the um anniversary episode or mini so it just sounded really like we just sounded really chill. I'm sure I know why.
1: We had a mellow ending. It was
0: like, me- Like we just sounded chill. It wasn't... You, you know, know
1: there... Ah, you know what? That's interesting you said. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, those are my reflections. Ah. And that's it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap up this week's episode.
1: Wait, I did want to say one thing, actually. I realized. Was there anything else? I realized on the anniversary episode, I didn't take the time to... Like, out of all the people we thanked, I didn't even thank you... And so, I just want to say thank you, Ashley. Like, you're a part of the reason why I do this show. So,
0: thank Aww. you. Oh, okay. Well, thank you too, Aaron. That's sweet. <laughs> I don't know. They caught me off guard. But yeah, you're welcome because let me tell you, there is no a perspective. No, nah, I'm joking. Let me humble myself. I told you, Robinson already called me vain yesterday. Thank- you're welcome. And thank you as well, Aaron. I appreciate the experience and opportunity. Bloop. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, now that is going to wrap up this week's episode. Guys, we appreciate you joining us as usual. We always, always, always are so appreciative. And if you have any feedback or any comments or anything about this week's episode, five questions, uh, what we're watching, what got under our skin. If you experienced the same things, Please let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram at aperspective underscore underscore. You can email us at aperspective, no E at the end, at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley.
1: Ooh, how professional is that? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bloop. <Blue>. Cut <Cutting> that.
0: <laughs> Woo.
1: And make sure that you all tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely appreciate the support that that you give us and the comments and feedback that we hear. It is amazing and exciting. It's because of you that we continue to grow. So make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. Thanks.
0: All right, guys. Have a great week, and remember, if you change your perspective,
1: you can change your outcome.
0: Bye. da 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 da. da. da, da.